If these guys ever actually have a Patreon don't give them money. Welcome back to another episode of Two and a Half Pastors. We're back at you yet again. I am here with Pastor A, Andrew Zemianek. Hey, uh, we haven't been doing it, but after we introduced the other one, I have a shout out for a fan that we oh. I have a story to share. So All right. we'll jump into that. Look forward to that, guys. Uh, alongside us is Pastor One, Travis Nicholson. You know the rules, and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? Is Travis's new trend of just trying to plagiarize different song lyrics until we get a T-shirt out of it? And speaking now is your half pastor Thomas Ronda. I have uh, a crazy theory about what Travis is doing. No, uh, no, you don't. You don't I have do. a theory. You I do have, have a crazy theory. one. No, I have a don't crazy ruin it. Don't okay, ruin it. fine. I won't ruin. I think. I think I know what he's doing. We're two episodes in. Is he trying oh. to get us sued by a famous musician <laughs> so we get on like a tabloid somewhere? Like, no, I think it's deeper than that. I don't remember what song you did last week, but I have, I have a theory. I won't share it this week, but next week. Wait a minute. All right, I think I'm on the same page. I'm gonna. Uh, next week it will <laughs> confirm. It will potentially confirm what he's doing. <laughs> Give me All one right. more week. Give me one, one more week. Okay. Okay. One All more right. week. Um, but yeah, I can, I can do a, I can do a fan shout out. So yeah. I had, I had a great conversation with one of, uh, one of my congregants, Sue West, who she listens to our podcast every single week. Oh, and she said that she was listening to it at work and she works, uh, and she works with a bunch of other people. So she was just playing it out loud and her coworkers were like stopping and listening to us. And, and she, they're like, what is this? And she's like, oh, this is my pastor. And some and some other pastors and his friends and they were like, wow. "These guys are pastors! I can't believe it!" And this <laughs> is what I want to say to them: I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to them! Shout out to that whole. Crew. What episode so, was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. I I'm I get so confused now because we're actually ahead. So when people yeah. talk to me about the episode, they just that heard. reminds me. So be, because we're ahead. Technically, we're recording this before we've released an episode that I am convinced is going to result in my death or harassment. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, RIP to me, because a bunch of new moms just got together and burned my house down. <laughs> uh, like I'm throughout ex- the week, every once in a while, I just think like there's going to be like five moms that are furious at me. We're still this- like two weeks before we even post that episode. <laughs> this episode. So if this episode's... Um, audience score like we just drop in views we'll know people <laughs> left the podcast forever yeah. or it'll skyrocket because we'll lose the moms but gain the mom haters <laughs> <laughs> yes the large legion of people who hate mothers that's everyone you know? that's the best audience to have <laughs> that'll be a real fun fun fan base and then they will turn into connies which ironically makes them the very thing they hate <laughs> oh full circle that's right <laughs> just, just, just so we make sure we keep everyone in the loop connie's is the name of our fans if you're a fan you're a connie connie is the name of my mom there's a very long so if you're a fan you're now tom's mom <laughs> you're my you're my mother uh which works 
uh, it, it's just another psychological side effect of me being desperate for approval is I name my fans <laughs> my own mother. <laughs> These are the links I go to for my parents' approval, guys. To be fair. <laughs> say you're my dad and say you're proud of me, please. <laughs> I think my parents stopped uh, listening a long time ago because oh, Andrew's laugh blew out the car speakers on multiple <laughs> occasions. Uh, yeah, I mean, I that was that. before we had the, our smooth audio engineer, Jeremy yeah. Arsenal. So, Shout out Jeremy Arsenal. Good job, Jeremy. All right. Um, so I think we're starting off with you this week, Travis. What you got? With me? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're went, only allowed 15 minutes. I know. I went a little start over last time. So I'm going to I'll, I'll, I'm gonna start it. A l- little peek behind the cameras. I try to stay within. I get passionate about streaming services. Mm. Not my fault. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. Uh, important side note to re- uh, reference last week's episode. This doesn't take any of about... my time away. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I found out I had Paramount Plus because I already had CBS All Access. And we talked about Paramount Plus, yes. the new streaming service last week. I looked into it. I, it's it's legit. It is. They took some like big hits from Nickelodeon. They oh, have Fairly Odd Pants. They have Jimmy Neutron. They have Zoe 101. They have Planet Sheen. They have Planet Sheen. It's yeah. it's nuts. Honestly, if you're a parent that needs some safe shows for kids, Borderline better than Netflix is. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just don't watch the new SpongeBob. It's gross. I, I have not seen it. We'll we'll come back at you with a review next week. We're gonna all watch the new SpongeBob series. <laughs> all right. Uh, back to Travis. Back to me. All right. So I guess I'm like one of the. Uh, I don't even know where I, where I'm trying to go with that. But a few weeks ago, we had Dan on as a as a special guest, mm. and you guys talked about. Um, stocks and dogecoin and i was really 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 upset because i've been in the stock market game uh for about two weeks longer than you guys so i was really excited (laughs) (laughs) uh, at least i'm honest um but i i have seriously been following cryptocurrency and and just all those things for a while recently something new's kind of come on the scene i'd say within the past two years but really the past four months it's really just kind of taken off and it's what's called an nft and so that's what i want my segment you know for the next few minutes to be about our nfts now what does this stand for travis that's a good question i don't know no i'm I'm really glad i'm really glad your teaching is about this because at my small group tonight we talked about them and nobody knew or understood. Here's the first problem that Travis will explain is that when he told us he wants to talk about this, the acronym is nonsense and does zero to explain what it is. (laughs) Now, what's the acronym? The acronym NFT stands for non-fungible token. All right. So now let's take a quick beat for everyone in the audience to guess what this could possibly mean. And you're wrong. Uh, I so, thought it was mushroom related. Me that too. was my first impression. Close, yeah, fungible. Like I thought it was yes. like, I thought it meant that somehow fungus couldn't affect it. It's a new type of coin that a mushroom can't grow on. <laughs> um, so yes, non-fungible, fungible, 
it's like gif or jif you know some people say fung probably isn't but for you it is okay (laughs) (laughs) all right what what is Um, it so basically if if something is is fungible or fungible um it's it's (laughs) fungible can't be right i'm sorry (laughs) i don't know fungible can't be right (laughs) um that's what andrew said i said fungible No, I don't know what they are. You're, I'm not the expert. <laughs> I literally said I don't know what they are, and you're like, Man, "Yeah, your pronunciation works." You have just, no idea what we're talking I'm about. Sorry, I know I wanted us off the topic, but now fungible in no world can I accept. <laughs> it has to be fungible. All right, fungible. All right, I'll say fungible. Non-fungible token. When something's fungible, it means it can be exchanged and it keeps its value. So if I have a twenty-dollar bill and I give it to you, that's still worth $20. $20. If you have two $10 bills and we exchange our 20 for your two tens, it's worth the same thing. Wait, so technically a quarter is a non-fungible token. No. Because a, qu- a quarter is always worth the same. Yes. And so, it's a token. So, so no, no, no. <laughs> that means it's fungible. Fungible means it can be exchanged and keep its value. Oh, not so not fungible means that it doesn't keep its value. So they're just describing a general object. This sounds bad. They're describing everything besides money. Um, it changes value. Kind of, yeah. What, wow, these guys really blew it naming this thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, or, or I could just be doing a really bad job of explaining. We, we know that is probably likely. All right. Well, let's, I don't want to eat up any more of your time. Let's but, see what uh, Non-fungible token means uh, it is a digital piece of art, basically. So non-fungible meaning uh, the value can go up or it can go down based off of demand or different factors, who the artist is. Token meaning it's on the blockchain. Blockchain uh, is within cryptocurrency. So you talked about Dogecoin a couple of weeks ago. That Mm -hmm. is uh, on the blockchain. You uh, talk about Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum. That's on the blockchain, and the blockchain so, is a whole nother episode for a whole. Yeah, ten episode. seconds of how blockchain works. It means that everyone has a list of who possesses what. Mm-hmm. So if it's like there's, it's like there's a in your bank. There's a bunch of transactions. Everyone can see that for all coins. So if there's ten coins, everyone has a list of who possesses those ten coins. So these are so if I'm understanding you, these are pieces of art. Mm-hmm. everyone knows who is in possession of oh and yeah. just quick, quick clarification i think non-fungible technically is referring to the fact that each one of these tokens is fully unique so there's not a mutual exchange where i'm not going to exchange this for anything like it it's the only one of itself right. yes oh okay so yeah, it's like, sorry that was okay like I said, so my bad <laughs> so it's the idea that there's multiple 20 dollar bills all worth the same things non-fungible yes. the way you could think of it is it's all the denominations. So it's like... Well, I was every, thinking they're all unique pieces of art. Yeah. yeah. Like, completely unique. like if there was only one $2 bill yeah, ever, just one, that would okay. be non-fungible. Okay. Um, but there's so, obviously... So which ones. NFT were you talking about this? Or are you just talking about them in general? I'm just talking about them in general because it's, it's, it's really something that's taking off and it's mm-hmm. probably going to be the future of um, art selling and buying so help me understand this hard to disagree (laughs) i think this this will go nowhere uh Uh, so 
when you say they're on the blockchain, are all non-fungible tokens on the same blockchain or are there multiple blockchain networks for this? Um, I believe there's multiple blockchain networks for it. Um, there's definitely different like auction houses and I believe okay. each one of them have their own blockchain. Well, what I thought you were going to talk about was, I think it's called Tops. Top Shot. Top Shot, because um, this is the NFT that I've been hearing about where each token is you're buying a different NBA play. So yeah. if LeBron mm -hmm. James does a super cool dunk in a specific game, then that specific moment of dunk is your property. Like legally you own that moment in sports history. Yeah. But you, you, you own that digital video. Or... But what's weird about that though, is does that mean a sports website couldn't use that? No. That's what I've been seeing a lot of arguments online about. Like, hey, I bought this for $3,500. How come you people get to use this for free if I own this moment? Because literally it's like NBA made that, worked out a deal with whoever owns their media mm -hmm. to say we're allowed to sell this moment in sports. Yeah. I mean, um, so there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> uh, you, you, you just covered a lot of stuff. Uh, so yes. So, so uh, Top Shot uh, is, is one of the, the well-known NFTs that just recently got sold. Uh, it got, it sold for a whopping $71,000. Um, and so it is the, the top acquisition for any NBA Top Shot moment so far. But $71,455, someone paid to have this. Uh, it's basically like a, like a clip of LeBron James dunking. And so someone owns that. Um, and the, the, the way to think about NFTs and digital art in general is the, kind of the same way we look at regular art. There's only one Mona Lisa, right? Like, like there's only one but you can buy a print of the Mona Lisa in hundreds of stores nationwide. So yeah, but the guy that made Mona Lisa is super dead. So he's <laughs> not entitled to any of that. If yeah. So like, that's where I get weird because if I own the art and I said, I want prints to stop being made, you could do that. Can I, I don't know if it, with normal artwork, you could do that. Like, yeah. like with, if you were, if you owned an art piece and owned the rights to the art, you could like, I believe you have the rights to shut that down if you own the rights to the art. So that's why I think my problem with NFTs and Top Shot is that I don't think NFTs will take off until they have a version of them that people can comprehend or seem fun or feasible. I don't think they have that well, yet because this seems like nonsense. The, the, the other thing you have to remember is so the person who bought the top shot right they, they they don't own that video of lebron james they don't own that video what do they own they own basically a token on the blockchain almost like a unique barcode on the blockchain and they own that it's represented by an image of wow. LeBron James. That just got so much worse. So it's as if, <laughs> if if it's as if I took a picture of on a Polaroid of every play and started selling those pictures of the plays and promised this was the only one in existence. 
This exactly. feels like when you buy your significant other a star. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is buying probably. a star. The, no, I mean, no, it's worse. This is buying a picture of a star because you actually own the star. Because all this is is saying, you, I promise, this is the only LeBron James dunk my, my blockchain will make. <laughs> That's all they're Yeah, promise. Yeah, that, that makes well, sense. No, they, they could make another one of the same image, but the barcode can be unique. It's getting worse every time you elaborate. <laughs> this is so lame. What? So you can get print number one of LeBron James's dunk. Yes. Someone else could get print number two. I'm using air quotes so technically, for those listening. Technically, money is non-fungible tokens because they have different serial numbers on each bill. Like, by that line. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> all right guys hot take suck. side note deep principle i would like two and a half pastors for us to buy a cup like a boring moment in the nfl like yeah. let's buy and own an incredibly boring moment where Can i have like a moment happening? where lamalo ball or whoever goes for a high five and <laughs> they don't notice him There's i so really much. want the moment where a basketball player goes for a high five and gets missed <laughs> Is that a moment we could buy? Well, here's the thing. As, as, as my segment's coming to an end, um, you know, I, I said I think this is the future. Uh, <laughs> I, don't mean, I don't mean by I think this is the future. I mean art in houses is going to be obsolete. Um, I have tons of art in my house. I don't see that going anywhere. What I mean by that is there are a lot of digital artists out there. I follow several on youtube they do a lot of digital art and so a lot of them are finding new ways to auction off their art pieces um and having a digital i, I mean it's it's still it's it's like the wild west no one understood what was happening everyone was killing each other and then after all the blood and terror happened people started realizing okay let's let's move on from this and i think nfts are going to be the same thing i think uh, it feels like this is an attempt to make modern basketball cards if that makes uh, sense well no so here here's the problem you guys keep focusing on nba a nfts are beyond nba yeah but here's um, the thing top shots i know is the most successful nft right now no it's not it, it's what everyone knows about is it taco bell because taco bell's doing one no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's the one everyone knows about because it's the NBA. It's not the yeah, most successful fair. NFT. The 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 top number one most um, highest priced NFT. Can you guess how much it sold for? Eighty thousand dollars. Okay, Andrew. Um, I feel like I heard someone in our small group had some knowledge, and they said six million dollars. No, so um, gonna... no, th there is one. Was it six hundred thousand? We couldn't. We couldn't decide. Um, th there is one. I think that is. I gotta find it. Do I have, still have it? I don't think I have it. Oh yeah, there. So th there is one that is currently being bid on, and basically, there's this digital artist named Beeple. B-E-E-P-L-E, people. And he posted a new work of art online every single day for 5,000 days. 
And he took every single one of those pieces and he brought them together into one giant digital collage called the first 5,000 days. And he, he created an NFT out of it and it's being auctioned off by Christie's, which is like one of the most well-known auction houses. The current bid, $3 million. Oh my gosh. It's pretty good. Now, the one that's sold is so much worse than that. <laughs> There's this guy named CryptoPunk. Um, and actually, I don't know if that's his name. Um, yeah, CryptoPunks. They're basically pixelated avatars, like little 8-bit avatars. I mean, they're like this big. The one that sold for the highest price looks kind of like, I don't really know what it looks like, but it's wearing a triangle hat. Um, kind of looks like a, maybe a monkey. Um, but it's like, it's like eight bit. So if it's not a monkey, I'm sorry. Um, but it sold for $1.6 million. And oh it's just a little gosh. pixelated things. Uh, I'm still here. How about this? We'll end the segment by placing bets. I will place bets uh, on, I will, if this takes off and becomes a thing and it still exists in a year, I will buy an, an NFT for each of you. <laughs> I will find an NFT. Like our audience or me and Andrew? For you and Andrew, I can't afford 30 <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can, I don't, I don't know. Bold of you to think we have 30 listeners. <laughs> I, will, I will get each of you a basketball play. Um, <laughs> Because I'm so convinced this will be nothing. No, mm. it's 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 no different than I mean, I still have a lot to learn about it. I'm still learning. Obviously, you can tell by me talking about it, but it's no different than the stock market. Than, it than... feels like Fortnite skins. Mm. <laughs> it's adult Fortnite skins. <laughs> That's Great. what it feels like. Check out my because I'm like on right now, I'm like scrolling through Rarible, which is one of the yeah one of the websites and it just feels like these are like Fortnite skins <laughs> all right well we'll let the audience decide uh if they think this is a big waste of time uh to get your finances into it it would it, se it seems like uh cryptocurrency plus just that added le level of complexity no yeah but i mean it, that's that's a great way of summing it up the prices I'm seeing on these things are insane. Yeah. It's because it looks like on Rarible, you use Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency. That's pretty much all you use with, Dude, with all these, the NFTs. These things are going for like 0.5 ETHs, which is currently upwards of $900. All right. We're getting way too Now we're getting way too deep now. <laughs> we're describing. No, you pull it over. We have to describe. We have to explain crypto in order to explain this. Now this is too deep. <laughs> Let's transition to another segment that I think will be that this is the most dumbed down segment we'll have. <laughs> um, just to go on the opposite side of the coin. Um, my, I, I, I'm calling this, what do we decide to call this guys? Uh, is it the, the, dumb, the dumb, the gross and the uh, unnecessary or the, or the useless useless. Yeah. That's it. Ba basically I stumbled upon a pretty huge wealth of, uh, headlines of of just different food headlines whether it's like a brand of food or a restaurant mm -hmm. and just the truly insane shots they're they're trying to shoot right now. <laughs> um and so we're just gonna go down the list i only have a, a small handful here and we're gonna say 
is this like just disgusting, like turns my stomach. Is this a, such a dumb idea that like, what is wrong with you? Or is this useless? There's no place for it. You, there's no way it's going to make money. Hmm. I mean, all, none of these will make money. So actually that's, that's redundant. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what categories we think these fall under, maybe multiple. Uh, Cause I just really want to talk about this. I don't have enough people that want to talk about things like this with me. So this is me abusing the podcast. <laughs> my end. Here's the first one. Dunkin' Donuts is doing a test to see if they can start selling salads at Dunkin'. Now, if you remember, Dunkin' rebranded as Dunkin' instead of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. They lost half their menu. Half, I think they lost almost all their sandwiches. They're just donuts, bagels, and coffee now. Yeah. So we thought maybe try to simplify things. No, not really trying that hard to simplify things because they're going to start including things like pre-made Greek salads, pesto pasta, chia pudding. Uh, chia pudding. Pesto pasta is the one, If you uh, before we recorded, we were waiting for Andrew. Travis saw me reading something and my face visibly got disgusted and the idea of buying what looks like a closed it looks like they're selling them in closed jars buying a sealed jar of pesto pasta from a dunkin donuts seems like that's a low i don't want to hit you know what my body wants at seven in the morning (laughs) nothing but carbs in the form of pasta i want a piping hot culotta and a lukewarm pesto Yeah, this is what, okay. So I worked at Dunkin' Donuts for two weeks. All right. So I'm basically an expert in this field. Definitely. Um, yeah. Dunkin', <laughs> legitimately, as soon as you got past 11 a.m., nobody came to Dunkin' anymore. Nobody was there. So I don't know when they anticipate selling these pests. Are they, do they, is it supposed to be a draw? Like, I wasn't going to go to Dunkin' this afternoon. But then Maybe. I remembered their pesto. Pop. I wanted a lunch <laughs> and I'm hungry for a Dunkin' Chia Bowl. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm okay with this if and only if they bring back uh, the, the form factor of the McDonald's salad in a cup. Do you remember that? No. You, that you sounds awful. You don't remember McDonald's had like a salad in a cup. It was like Googling this because that the visual isn't great. In my I mind. just realized the marketing strategy for this and it just elevated out of the useless to me. Oh, yeah. Okay? I think it's probably just dumb. <laughs> it's because if you go to work and on your way, you realize you forgot to pack a lunch. <sighs> when you're pulling through the Dunkin' drive through because you're getting coffee. No, hot take. And- don't eat lunch. <laughs> Hot take, just don't eat lunch that day. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, that's why it's in the self-contained container, Tom. It's so that you can put it in the microwave. Who puts a salad in a microwave? Not the salad, the pesto. The oh, pesto. Yeah. <laughs> also, I will say the McDonald's uh, salad in a cup looks so dumb. It looks like he took a grocery store mixed salad bag and dumped it in a cup. It's That's it. But uh, it was so great because you could just hold it. All right, so what do we think? Is this uh, dumb, gross, useless, or for I some mean, reason do you like it? It, it depends. I, I think it's useless the way it is. Uh, but if it's for the reason that Andrew's talking about, then I think it's gross because what's going to happen is someone's <laughs> going to buy a pesto pasta at 7 a.m. If, if they can't remember their lunch, 
walking out their house, they're going to forget the pesto pasta in their car walking into work. And so that Mm -hmm. pesto pasta is going to sit in their hot car for hours. That's just going to be gross. Listen, I I would be in the useless camp. I, I believe that my marketing idea is correct, which just puts it in the category of the dumb. (laughs) because it is for those who are dumb because if you think i forgot a lunch i should buy it from duncan on Mm. my way to work you're dumb uh and their plan is dumb so yeah i'll be interested to see how they do their marketing rollout because if they come out with a commercial that's did you forget your lunch on the way to work Stop at Duncan. Then I'm going to rub it in your face. I tell you, it's a bad rollout <laughs> because they're testing it in Chicago and New Jersey. Chicago, famous for delicious, unhealthy foods, isn't going to love a Dunkin' Donut salad. So tough break, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, Andrew. If they come out with a commercial that says, did you forget your lunch? I'll buy you an <laughs> NFT. <laughs> no, I'll buy you a transportable pesto bowl. Travis, uh, don't give me something worthless because Duncan did something worthless. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's one that hopefully I think we'll all have the same answer. I'm hoping we do. Uh, you know, Panera bread. Yes. One of their signature items is a bread bowl. Would yes. you say? Uh, yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to make it through this one. Uh, and you know, they also uh, sell coffee that some people like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they have uh, continue. Ooh, they know? have a coffee subscription, which yes. if I drank coffee, coffee I would take advantage of. Eight ninety nine unlimited coffee f- forever. You pay one time. You pay. Well, you pay monthly. It's a monthly oh, subscription. Okay. So for eight ninety nine, you can come in and you can get and you can get refills and stuff. You get one cup deal. every two hours but you can refill the cups. So the, the product they're making is a giant fake bread bowl that you hold your coffee in with a hole for your hand. So you walk around making it oh. look like your hand is inside of a yes. bread bowl holding a cup I've of coffee. I've seen this. Oh my uh, gosh, I've seen this. So I don't want to waste any time talking about this. This is dumb, <laughs> this is dumb and bad. Yes, this is, this is dumb. I need, to, I need to see this. No, I think it's ingenious. No, because... Uh, you it's warm not, your hands up as no, because it's, it's not a warmer. It's not a warmer. It's just a fake bread bowl, Travis. It's for cold days. Oh my gosh! Wait, so this is not. I was kind of hoping it was an actual bread bowl. No, I was hoping that too. But no, it's just a fake bread bowl. That's probably cold because you're in the cold and it's holding a cold iced coffee and your hand is cold so you're it's just going to be a cold pillow <laughs> that you're holding and you look like an idiot because you look like you're holding a bread bowl I love it. <laughs> no we're moving on it's useless i'm not even taking votes on this <laughs> oh my god um all right i can't believe you guys like that one that's upsetting um all right here, here's another one all right uh, peeps um it's everyone's grossest snack uh i only know one person that actively enjoys peeps he's an old man he used to work with who would purposely buy them at easter leave them open the package then leave them out so he could eat them stale on christmas (laughs) a true monster (laughs) this is the type of person out all year long 
Well, uh, yeah, he, but this is the type of person that eats peeps is a monster. Better be kind to this man because that's a man who shoots up your office, please. That's, <laughs> that's a threat. That's a threat, that guy. Um, so they're peeps in order to seem more edible somehow is coming out with the only thing almost as edible as peeps and that's like gingerbread houses or actually no maybe what they're doing is because everyone knows you build a gingerbread house you don't really eat the whole thing <laughs> i've tried lord knows i've tried <laughs> too much in a gingerbread house that is just unedible old icing the runts that you glue to the windows so maybe peeps is attempting to say like all right, peeps aren't food either. Put us in your other non-food food. I don't know. How do we feel about a peeps-based gingerbread house? I mean, I've never, I, I've never tried to eat a gingerbread house. I so. need to understand what do you mean by peeps-based gingerbread house? The, like it is. The, it's a gingerbread house, and then the peeps are the central theme of the gingerbread house. Like I build the gingerbread house and. I, I put peeps in it as well, character. It's a gingerbread coop and it's full of peeps. <laughs> I see it. I see it. it it's yeah. 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 It's, right. a, it's a cookie coop. Are they trying to transplant and make it so that gingerbread houses are no longer just a Christmas thing? That's exactly what, but are doing. also an Easter thing. Yeah. Or are they marketing exclusively to your psychopath coworker so that he's <laughs> ready for Christmas? So it seems like, Peeps are trying to pull the inedible Christmas furniture into yeah. Easter. Uh, I'm going to put this under the category personally of gross because it has no. a use. It just has a bad one. No, um, that makes it, it useless. No, it no, it has a use. It's just not a good one. Uh, like the, the pillow for your iced coffee is useless. No, that has a purpose. No, it doesn't because it's cold. <laughs> the pillow is also cold. It's not giving you your use. It com- it's comfortable. At it's least comfy. At least I could have a centerpiece and someone will ask me, like someone will see my ginger, my peep gingerbread house and look into my mental health. That's the use of a peep gingerbread <laughs> house. Because if you have one built in your house, your friends and family will have to check on you. If you have a gingerbread house in, in your house at any time other than Christmas, people will be concerned. Right. Yeah. Right. And, so- that's, and that's full of peeps in a row, then double. <laughs> I think it's gross because I don't really like gingerbread houses, nor do I enjoy peeps anymore. I did right. when I was a child, man, peeps, peeps were it. That was I, life. I mean, I never it's really just, liked peeps. Oh, I, I love Travis, them. where are you at? Useless. I think it's useless. Like, okay. Because it's like taking a ginger, being like, Hey kids want to make a birthday gingerbread house? <laughs> <laughs> Or, hey, kids, it's 4th of July. Let's make a gingerbread house to celebrate. Honestly, I think you should be able to call Child Protective Services if that happens. If your dad tries to make you put together a birthday gingerbread house. All right. So we, I've been ramping up. So the one I really wanted to talk about, this is the last okay. one. This is okay. the, it's called Slice of Sauce. Okay. This is. Oh, no. This oh, is no. a sh- this is a sheet of sriracha that you put on your sandwich like a craft single. Oh, that wasn't what I was expecting. No. That actually sounds wait, awesome. wait, 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 wait. Like it's congealed <laughs> sriracha that's <laughs> formed into a sheet. Sounds what? awesome to you. Dude, I thought it was going to be like a slice of pizza that was just sauce. That's what I thought. Like slice of sauce. What? 
Let me think this Your mind is a sick place, Travis. <laughs> but uh, no, this is a red congealed rubbery square that they expect you to flop onto a sandwich. I don't see anything wrong with that. What? You do- All right, here's what here's your oh, homework no, okay. for this week, Travis. You're going to go get the sriracha out of your kitchen. You're going to put it on your counter and you're going to dump out a line of it. Now tomorrow, after it's hardened, <laughs> no, that's different. you're going to pick, up, pick no, it up. How about this? You're going to eat it. Let's do a mental exercise. Let's close our eyes. We imagine that we bit into a sandwich. All right? <laughs> and we're, we're chewing, we're chewing. You know, oh, that was a decent bite. We get it down and like, wait a minute. I have a little bit of a, a gunk in my tooth. Let me go prod at the gunk. Oh, yeah. That part's <laughs> oh, what, what is this? This is just... A blob of sriracha packed into my molar yeah. that now that I've knocked it loose is a warm, wet ball of sriracha that I'm chewing now. Yeah. That's yeah. the most upsetting image I've ever okay. pictured. Now, you you put it like that, and that, <laughs> that does give me nightmares. <laughs> I imagine it like the consistency of a fruit roll-up. Oh, but- that's so much worse, because I was going straight craft single. Oh, oh. guys, guys. Oh, guys. What? It's not just sriracha. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean? They have ketchup. Oh, oh. They have ketchup's s- worse because I've definitely felt ketchup that congeals. Like, yeah. that's a con- oh. Here's the thing, though, guys. Okay. This was on Shark Tank. Was it? Yeah. It says, as seen on ABC Shark Tank. Oh. So. I don't know if they got – I'm going to have to go watch the episode now because I want to know. I'm going to say if you see as seen on, that means you didn't get a deal. True. That's fair. Honestly, I don't even see – oh, it, it's as seen on ABC Shark Tank. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> – they did not get a deal. It also looks like it's just like you buy the packet and it's just got one slice in the packet. <laughs> like the packet doesn't look big enough to hold How you one slice. Honestly, though, I I see that they have a secret aardvark habanero. Yeah. And the prank potential for a sheet of congealed habanero hot sauce is pretty high. So I might go in on that one. Oh, wait, no, I see you. There are eight slice packages. Oh, okay. Eight slices? How much is it for an eight slice package? Five ninety nine. Yeah, six bucks. Six, you could buy so much ketchup <laughs> for six ninety nine. I have a dehydrator. I can make my own slice. Oh gosh. I, I, I have a pretty good idea that Shark Tank did not go in on. This. In what world is this? Is all three? This is dumb, useless, and gross. That's yeah. True. That's true. There we go. We found the trifecta. I'm never doing the segment again. I've found the trifecta. I can't top this. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. That's All awful. Right. I, I started off on the sounds awesome. Ended up on the sounds disgusting. <laughs> true. We'll have to do a taste test. We'll have to get some and see. One package each. Yeah, and we'll we'll It'll try be on them. our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll all tr- we'll all try them and see. Yeah, the first year of Patreon, no, the second year of Patreon, I make my own slice of sauce in my dehydrator and mail it to you. <laughs> Whatever you want, mayonnaise, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a real a quick bonus round one. No need to vote. Craft uh, Mayo thought it would be cute to do a dual pack mayonnaise jar for pe- couples that disagree about mayo. 
One jar is a jar full of mayonnaise. The other jar is an empty jar. Uh, because even they know <laughs> half the world hates mayonnaise. They said, let me do a favor and set, sell you this empty jar. Yeah, I thought, that, I thought, I thought you were going to say something like that made sense. Like half mayo, half uh, the miracle. Nope. It's miracle just, whip and it's not even half and half. They label it like that, but no, it's two jars. One of them is just empty and it says, and the front of the jar says no mayonnaise. Uh, that's just a fun quickie, because I think we're all on the same page on the use of an empty jar that says no mayonnaise so. on the I front of so. it. There's no real debate. Um, all right, let's move on to our last oh segment. We got a question. Oh man. Just so, oh, no. so, just so we can justify the two and a half <laughs> pastor's name, we like to ask one church question that's approachable, you know, from a Christian or a non-Christian, uh, anyone would be interested in this. A- Andrew, what do you got? Yeah. So now we got to get real serious and uh, <laughs> talk about eschatology, which is a fancy <laughs> church word for the end times. Mm. The question is, is it okay as a Christian to be scared of revelations? We went from a slice of sauce to a slice of hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, I would argue they're almost the same uh, based, <laughs> based on these pictures. Um, and, I, you know, based on the wording, because the question was simply, is it okay to be scared of revelations? You know, that came off of a youth forum I found it on. That's a very funny that. teenager question. Because uh, I think the quick answer, yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is, so first of all, I have to clarify because this is the one that all, anyone who has any type of Bible training will instantly discredit anything you have to say there. They'll be like, you said revelations. Don't you know, it's just the book of revelation. There's no S on the end. And that's what, and that people literally use that to discredit your position. Really? Yeah. I, I honestly was going to discredit you at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. You fixed it. So never I mind. hope just every pastor that says that I will go to your church and write a list of every grammatical mis- mistake you make during your sermon and walk up to you after actually you use the uh, pr- past tense version of this word. I think that negates your Bible verse. Usage. Dude, pastor. The first time I preached in big church, I said, knock on wood. Like I was just making a joke and I said, knock on wood. And you would think that I stood up there and like said, you know, praise Satan or something <laughs> like I had so many people come up to me afterwards and they're like, that's witchcraft or, or that's wrong. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Travis, if you need good luck, it means you don't believe in God. I don't no, no, no. know. That's the just deep, how that works. That's not why it is. It's because uh knock on wood is an ancient um, Wiccan tradition. You, or uh, sorry, Druid tradition. You knock on the wood to keep the demons or the spirits at ease inside of the tree. Oh, that's so weird. Because so. ironically, if you know that, it means you know more about demons than the person. Who- <laughs> <laughs> that that says more about the person who pointed that out. So, so I that's, mean, that's that's anyway. That's I guess technically, I, I was saying that on stage. <laughs> All right, so let's get back on be- track. All right, it's so, okay to be scared of revelations. Um. Yes and no. So anytime you're dealing with biblical things, there is, so this is the way I like to do it. Anytime people in the Bible come in contact with the supernatural, i.e. angels, mm-hmm. they are terrified. So this is why when you get in. Well, actually, uh, first, first, if we do a really quick 
the quickest two sentence summary of Revelations for anyone that doesn't know. Yes, what? <laughs> we don't know our audience. Not everyone knows what Revelation is. You, you want to summarize the entire book of Revelations? No, just the idea of what it's describing. Oh, okay. Is the end of the world. Yes. It's yeah. the end of the planet. Yes. It's, it's when the- we've gone to heaven. People on earth are basically stuck in hell on earth. It's going to be very, it's, and a lot of crazy stuff happens. This is where we get, you know, contemporary imagery. You would understand the Antichrist, um, you know, um, a lot of our Satan. Just go imagery. watch Left Behind with Nicolas yes. Cage. <laughs> Which is why I said to the base question, is it okay to be scared of that? Yes, because it is described as being super scary. Yeah. Right. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of very strange imagery. So this is where we get Satan as a dragon. We get a beast. Uh, we get well, this not is where, just a dragon. Be specific. A seven-headed dragon wearing yeah. ten crowns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've never done the math on that before. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. doesn't add up. Where do the other three crowns go? Uh, some of the oh, heads have two. Each how head has they, ten crowns. How do they decide? Is it each, wait, each head has ten crowns? Dude, all right. You might be schooling me in my Bible knowledge. How small I, I are think, these I crowns? Don't I don't know. Um, Either of these are very tiny crowns or there is a he put, hierarchy amongst the heads. Um, th- so he could put one on each horn. All right. <laughs> wait, there's not an even amount of horns? Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Yeah, so it's ten horns. So he has seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns. So that's where it is. So, so, the, so just the oh, that bothers me. The horn. Of course, Satan wouldn't have a symmetrical head. <laughs> Leave it to Satan to have such an unsymmetrical amount of horns. Three of his heads have an extra horn. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we get that. This is where we get the number six 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 from. So that pops up yeah. in you know yeah. every most of the beast, look, mark of the beast, like these things, and um, we get some terrifying imagery of the things that are poured out on Earth. So, mm-hmm. like I said. Anytime we get biblical examples of people encountering the supernatural, i.e. angels, there's a terrifying ex- component to it. Yeah. So biblical characters, famous ones, um, like the shepherds, Mary, um, uh, Elijah, they, they encounter these, these angelic beings and are terrified. So the supernatural is inter- inherently scary. Um, so there is a component of revelation that, that does inspire fear um, because it is scary. You're talking about the end of the world, like Tom said, and, and some of the things here's where the question is as a Christian, should you be scared of revelation? The deeper answer is no, right? You have nothing to fear um, because revelation ultimately is the reestablishment of God's complete authority over heaven and earth. And that is something, even if it's a painful process, to be excited about and to be enthusiastic. Uh, so in the sense of like, let's imagine you wanted to get fit. Is it okay to be scared of working out? Yes. Yeah. But you still want to work out. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's a great, that's a great analogy. Yeah. But also, if you're ever, it's like the same thing of like, you can't tell someone that it's not okay to be scared of dying just because they know the goal to heaven. Like if you see someone that has like a hatchet buried in their abdomen for some reason, and they're a Christian and they're freaking out, like, wow, not a lot of faith, huh, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) Like that, that kind of, that kind of stinks. But yeah, as long as that you balance it with the knowledge 
then you're okay. So it is okay to be scared, but it's not okay for fear to be the only reaction you have mm-hmm. to the thought of it. Cause right. yeah, you know, you're, everyone's going to have someone they like in, in, in the revelation times, if you're up in heaven, cause you were, um, I, I forgot what it's called. Uh, raptured. When, if you get raptured up to heaven, you know, and you found out that your best friend from elementary school is currently getting eaten by a demon. You know, <laughs> that's pretty rough, man. <laughs> yeah. So there's, 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 there's components to it. And like I said, so it's, it's the same, it's the same thing. The problem with revelation, if you're a Christian on any level is revelation. We talk about it as pastors and as a staff revelation can become a religion in, unto itself. Yeah. So there are people who are so obsessed with revelation that, they live a fearful life because they're scared of it. So this is when you get people who are constantly talking about, look at this, this person is the antichrist. This person mm. is this, we need to stop this person, which is a stupid argument if you're a Christian, because, you know, like I never understood that when like people would point out, like be like, Barack Obama is the antichrist. Uh, we need to stop him. It's like, God didn't tell you to stop the antichrist. That was never your mission. Yeah, that's kind of like, <laughs> If you went back in time and your goal was to keep Jesus from getting killed, yeah, it's like, guys, we have to get Jesus off the cross. I was like, what? I mean, he's kind of supposed to be up there, guys. Well, that's the one thing I part never of the understood. Plan. Like, and and not to go down that rabbit hole of politics or not, but but people, I, I've heard that so many times. Like, so so such and such is the Antichrist. It's like. Great, fantastic. No, let's go. I, I think like, our officially our last three presidents have been accused of being the Antichrist. Yes. Oh, um, let me give you let me give you a very clear way to tell if someone is the Antichrist. Um, they will go to the temple in Jerusalem, stand upon it, and proclaim <laughs> themselves God. All right. <laughs> Until they do that, they're not the Antichrist in my mind. Uh, I, I I think the biggest problem is, and and I, I kind of poked fun at it, but you know, you have books like Left Behind or the Left Behind movies. Mm. I, I, re- I remember being a teenager and being shown these movies like the the Omega Code or um, Divination or like these like end times movies that just are absolute. like the Omega Code. You find out the, the kid's the Antichrist because he burns his baby brother alive in his crib. That's a pretty good indicator, not going to lie. <laughs> but it's just like of course you're going to be scared like senseless be you know watching stuff like that Mm -hmm. and the but the problem is is i think people they watch things like left behind or they read the books and they say this is how the end times are going to be and it's no those are fictional stories that people use the book of revelations to kind of base it off of Mm -hmm. We have to look back at the Bible, you know, like we, we don't know exactly how, how things are going to play out. But what we do know is that at the end of it, God will create a new heavens and a new earth. Mm -hmm. And that's all that really matters. Yeah. It's like if you're watching a football game and you know, your team already won, you don't have to be worried when the play goes wrong. Or when right. the play, or when they lose the ball, and so you've got to approach it with that mentality. Like I know the end of the story 
and and so that's what I take solace and that's what I hope and that's what I focus on and um scripture should only inspire fear when it when it's not yet understood if that makes sense I I, I, I I'm trying to like for like if you know what I'm saying like there I, is a component of scripture that does inspire fear I think it doesn't necessarily inspire fear mm-hmm. as much as it inspires conviction. Yes. And we, if, if you have not accepted Christ into your, your life and you don't understand conviction, mm. you process that through fear. Yeah. And so that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you there. I, I, I don't necessarily think that any part of scripture inspires fear, but I think it inspires conviction, which then, our human minds process through fear. Mm. That makes sense. So yeah. So if you're, if you're scared of revelation, my advice to you is don't be right. It's like, cause there are people, so you can, you can fluctuate between two. Some people are so obsessed with revelation that it's its own religion. Some people refuse to even look at it yeah. because they don't, they, they're like, I, it's just, it's terrifying. Like it scares me, blah, 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 blah you don't want to be that way either. Um, when I, I'm a weird case because when I first became a Christian, revelation was the first book I, I dove into. It was the first book I ever researched or studied on any level because I'd been a Christian my whole life. And I'd never heard about revelation. I'd never been through a teaching on it. I knew nothing about it. And so when I became a Christian really in about ninth grade, um, it was the first book. I mean, it was like, I picked up a 500 page commentary and read it to begin to understand revelation because I was so fascinated by it. And yeah, there's scary portions of it, but ultimately we know the end of the story and that, and that's what it is. It's, it's, it's a book of hope. Like you don't think of the empire strikes back as a scary movie. Right. Even though it ends at a, dark place like if that makes sense it's just it's a piece of the story it's it's the like revelation is the moment of of darkest of 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 darkness for humanity with hope right on the horizon i do not remember that movie you've never seen that movie i don't remember which one that was that's the fifth one that's the fifth one tom has never seen any star wars movie i've seen get out new ones (laughs) no not all of them um, you know, you've guys, seen the new ones, but you haven't seen the originals. Some of the new ones. I'm I don't not know. even that hardcore no, a Star Wars no, fan. Guys, I'm appalled right now. This is a much deeper argument that I get real riled up about. So <laughs> we can dedicate an episode to why I'm justified in refusing to watch uh, Star Wars to any real extent. But for now, uh, let's just agree that Revelations. I'll, uh, I'll you're, finish. I'll paint yeah. you the picture. Luke Skywalker gets his hand chopped off. He finds out Darth Vader is his father. Han Mm -hmm. Solo is frozen in carbonite. The movie ends with all of those things still being true. That's it. But Luke looks out through the window of a Nebulon B frigate, and he sees the galaxy before him, and the music swells with a hopeful note despite the darkness that lies behind them. That is the book of Revelation. I have never wanted to physically bully you more than when you said Nebulon <laughs> beat frigate. I, know. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything. I, I wanted to to 
have a friend lean like bend over behind <laughs> me and I shove you over him. The, when he said Nebulon B frigate. I think the 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 whole book of Revelation can be summed up in one line from Batman. The night Where are the drums going? Where are the drums going? <laughs> the night is always darkest before the dawn. Isn't that how it goes? I, I think that's remember. another music lyric. <laughs> it might be. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to get dark and it's going to be, you know, is rough. It, but we don't even. I'm not the Antichrist. They, it's gonna happen I'm not the Antichrist. They need. I'm the Antichrist. They deserve. <laughs> <laughs> is it that line from Batman? That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So short answer. Yes. Long answer. You shouldn't be. Right. Yes, it's okay, but try not to. Yeah, so that's our deep theological dive for today. <laughs> I love how so. you can tell when we're getting deep because it's uh, when I'm the most quiet through the entire episode. <laughs> it's when I get the least comfortable to speaking out. <laughs> you get very serious. You can hate me for having bad opinions, but I don't want anyone to hate me for accidentally uh, being extremely not knowledgeable. <laughs> I've only have certain things that you're allowed to hate me for. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, I, apparently I'm in the same boat with you. So <laughs> no worries. Um, all right. So what's our slang of the week? Our slang of the week. This is going to be a fun one. We have two possible meanings for this one, depending on if you're British or American. So uh, <laughs> we'll go. Okay. Uh, it is fit. Fit? Fit. F-I-T. Oh, ooh, I think I know both. Oh. I, I think i know both oh whatever oh, okay okay go go, go. Oh. no i'm not gonna go first if i don't no. answer what are you crazy yeah you go first give me time to think of one because you no, already know it yeah so you'll know i'm, I'm not gonna know. i'm not gonna steal your answer yeah you are you'll press into it yeah you're, you're <laughs> i want you to guess without being able to think i want to see what your mind i don't know fit fit uh it, this one's stupid I, i'm <laughs> Like, I know there's slang where, like, if you're fit, you're in good shape, but I don't know. It's not slang. That's the definition of fit. (laughs) No, it's not. The definition of fit is wearing clothes, trying on clothes. I mean, there's multiple definitions of words. (laughs) Trying on clothes. Yeah. Does it fit me? Yeah. There's, fit has a lot of meanings. Um, Guys, this isn't fair. I don't like the fact that Tom might know these. And I, don't. <laughs> I think that's really what Listen, you luxury. think you know them every week. Now you know how Tom feels. Uh, <laughs> um, fit, 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 fit. Uh, I don't know. Oh, the only thing that's coming in my mind are the actual definitions. You yeah, know, like, like a tantrum. Yeah, I Does was going to say, me? are you in shape? Right, yeah. so what's, what What are you locking in for the for English at least? Um, yeah, I'm just going to focus on the the English one. I mean, they're all English. Well, yeah, but <laughs> American, the, the American one. <laughs> no, we're the real English. Andrew. They're we're the more English than the people whose names are the English. <laughs> <laughs> they're the Queen's English. <laughs> We're the free um, English. America. I feel like it's going to be something like like Fetch from Mean Girls. Or like, if you ever saw wow. that movie. Um, 
Wait, so you think it's the same as Fetch from Mean Girls? So like yeah, that's like, so fit, like cool. Yeah, like 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 that's that's sweet or that's that's tight, you know. All right, because fit being in shape, tight, you know, you got your muscles are tight, so like that's fit, that's tight, that's awesome. Okay. So I'm more confident in the British version, okay, because I've watched a lot of British comedies, and I think. It means you're saying someone's really good looking, like, oh, he's fit or she's really fit. I think it just means like, oh, they're really good looking. Okay. Is that, yeah. that, that that means they're in good shape. No, not in good shape necessarily. It just means it's they're to good be attractive. Looking. Just so attractive. The UK one, you're correct. That is, it's to be mm. attractive. No, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me if I go over to England and there's some Eng- some British lady over there that thinks I'm attractive, she can look at me and say, wow that man's fit yeah yeah i'm definitely overweight and she can look at me and say "Mm, that man's fit yeah and they'll also say here have a biscuit and they hand you a cookie man (laughs) words mean different things no that can't be yeah Um, and and the american i think is check out my fit which is my outfit tom is two for two yeah it feels good I don't like this. I don't like Dang, this. That was impressive. Impressive. All right. So just because I was right, I'm giving them a nine out of 10. <laughs> no, these ones are as low as possible because fit has so many definitions. We do not need another one. Yeah. We do right. not need I mean, another like, fit. I'll, I'll, I'll give the, uh, the American one. I'll give like a four out of 10 because it's shortened outfit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shortened outfit. Okay. But the British one is straight up stupid. I'm, I'm giving it a 0.5 out of 10. Five <laughs> is only because it's an actual word. That's the only reason. Like um, you, it makes no sense that I can go overseas and someone can look at me, my body, and say he's fit. But it makes sense that you can go overseas and get a basket of chips and it be French fries. Yes. They're closer to France than us. It doesn't make any sense. French fries aren't called French fries because they're from France. Well, then why would we name them after the French? Because they're French potatoes. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea where I was going what with that. nonsense. <laughs> All right. Now, what are we swapping fit out with? I have a... I have a... How about fit? Tantrum? No. <laughs> so here's my issue with slang. Slang these days, it's too hard, even with context, sometimes to know what it means. I want to bring back an old slang that not only is it fun and not only is it aggressive, because, you know, these days a lot of people need to get put in their place, but it's cut and dry. Let's bring back knuckle sandwich. (laughs) Let's say like, hey, man, if we keep talking up, I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. And that's fun, but it's also like I want to punch you in the teeth. It's polite. You're giving them something. Exactly. Sandwiches are good. I so, would agree, but I will change it to I'm going to give you a ketchup slice sandwich. I want to give you a slice. <laughs> bro, I'm going to give you a slice of, of this sauce. I'm going to give you a slice of this sauce. I'm going to give you a slice of sauce right now. Man. I love that. <laughs> if you don't tread carefully, you will get a slice of sauce. No, 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 no. The, the way you said it, a slice of this sauce. You don't want a slice of this sauce, man. You can't handle a slice of this sauce. 
This is yeah, secret aardvark right. habanero sauce. <laughs> you can't handle a slice of it. All right, there we go. Knuckle sandwich and slice of sauce. Those are two. <laughs> We're bringing in. Oh, man. That's our first t-shirt is slice of sauce. Get a slice of the sauce. Yeah, there we go. It'll be great. All right. Um, all right, guys. Uh, stay fit and avoid avoid those slices. <laughs> But see ya. Don't Peace. forget to follow us on Instagram. Yeah, oh, yeah. two and a half pastors. Look us up. <laughs> Bye.